Uptown's okay. got its hustlers. <laughs> Bowery's got See, I still like. What was it? You don't mess around with Jim. Yeah. Dum, 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 dum. Uptown's got its hustlers. Yeah. Bowery's got its bums. 47th Street got Big Jim at Walker. He's a smooth talking son of a gun. And you know who you getting... sound like right now? No. Taj Mahal. Oh, I thought it was maybe Blind Melon Chitlin. <laughs> blind Chitlin Grape Salad. Blind me- You don't remember him from Cheech and Chong? Yes. Basketball Jones? I got a Basketball Jones. Oh, Jones, I got a oh. Jones, baby. Sister Mary something. Don't sing nothing. Now, if you like this kind of intense humor... We're your guys. Like, by definition, doesn't humor have to be funny? Well, not according to us. So, Point. Pl- please like, subscribe, and follow This Is True Really News because we're funny or not. And you will like that or not. Well, just check it out and tell your other friends to yeah, do just, it, would you? Please. Yeah. This Is True Really News with Scott Combs and Tony Vercanis. All the news you're about to hear is true. Really? As far as you know. Okay, I'll give Colorado this. It's an all Colorado thing because my sister-in-law was busy reading through the papers, obviously. And Thanks, in Den- Michelle. And uh, either it's the newspaper or the website. I'm not sure which. But they actually have a, a column called the most Colorado thing we saw today. Oh, my. Which paper? If we had the most Minnesota thing we saw today, it generally would be somebody asking you for money for the government. Um, yeah, right. Where was or, I? Or saying cold enough. I don't remember. <laughs> After, <laughs> never say that in July, though. Then it's too hot. For, it's hot yeah. enough for you? Yeah. Yep. yep. That's Minnesota. Yep. And if you don't like the weather here in Minnesota, just wait a half hour. It'll change. Mm-hmm. The scary part is that's true. <laughs> After a six hour bike ride on Tuesday, this is from the most Colorado thing we saw today. After a six hour bike ride on Tuesday, Jake Wheeler returned to a note on his windshield about damage on the side of his car. Hmm. It happened near the Switzerland Trail in Boulder County. The note had been left by Chris Devlin, who happened to drive by as a moose, was repeatedly, and I quote, thwacking his antlers against the side of Wheeler's car. I have news for you. No car likes to have itself thwacked by antlers. You know, what I can't figure out is how does a, a ton and a half I mean, we're talking 1,500 to 2,000 pound animal. They're so huge. how does a ton of animal decide? How does he run through a forest with a rack that's seven feet wide and not hit a tree? Well, and how does it know about thwacking? Well, it doesn't. It just does this naturally. It's Oh, this is something that's... Yeah. Important. Thwacking is what humans call it. They call it... <sighs> yes, I've been watching Paddington again. Them wily moose. Missed. Oh, Switzerland Trail, Boulder County. Note been left by Chris Devlin, who saw the moose thwacking the car. Uh, He stopped and began honking in an attempt to get the moose to quit. Devlin said, sure enough, that moose reared his head at me. I'll tell you what. I didn't want that moose coming my way, so I pretty much backed off the horn right away, and he went back to his business. That would be the business of thwacking the car with his antlers. Eventually, yeah. Eventually, the moose gave up because, you know, mooses have a short attention span. Ask Rocky. And went further into the woods to take out his aggression on a tree. 
Do you suppose they ever stop because I'm not winning this? You know, I wonder if they're doing it like uh, deer do it, kind of sharpen their antlers and take crap off them. Could be, or it could be, it could be because it's rutting season and <laughs> thwacking is so first the moose and in their starts mind. with a car, then goes on to thwacking trees, and finally tried the old antler thing in a nearby sign. I'm guessing that sign didn't fare well. No. So while he was off by the sign, Devlin decided to approach. Wouldn't it be great if that sign said, hey, thanks for coming? Because it didn't fare well. You were a moose? (laughs) According to Devlin, quoting now, I was staring at him eye to eye, mano e mano, as I was walking to get that note. Mano e mano. Oh, wait, this is Wheeler. Okay, sorry. Mano e muso. I I had my running shoes on, so I was getting ready to get out of there if I needed to. I got news for you, dude. You Moose can't outrun them. He, yeah, no. they will. He was, I mean, if a hippopotamus can outrun you, your only chance with a hippopotamus is to beat him in the biking if you're in a triathlon. He was staring at me the whole time I was placing that note on the car because he knew that Mercedes was his. Wheeler says he came back and found a cardboard note on my car with a couple of scratches all over it. I had no idea. I thought someone had attacked the car. Maybe the guy was just leaving me a note like, hey, I saw somebody attacking your car. Turned out to be a moose. Who do you sue? The note included Devlin's phone number so that Wheeler could see the video he had taken. There we go. Just to corroborate, buddy. Devlin lives in nearby Gold Hill. He said he sees moose frequently. And being from the mountainous area of West Virginia to begin with, he knows about these animal versus car things. It's a familiar concept to him. An estimate, an estimate Wheeler received put the damage at $3,200. Oh, everything. Which means that's all it was, was a few scratches. Because, yeah, had it been more, oh, boy. Most Colorado thing. You know, everything on my BMW that needed repair was between $500 and $1,000, no matter how small it was. Look, I need the bumper fixed. 500 bucks. Yeah. Um, hey, my blinker fluid's low. That'll be a thousand. Oh, great. You know, it was all of that stuff. I love that one. <laughs> Shelby, have you checked your blinker fluid? <laughs> she looked at me, and my granddaughters understand they've met me before. <laughs> she yeah. looks at me, up. that's not really a thing, is it? <laughs> no, smart, but just smart ruined, girl. Just ruined my fun. <laughs> so. As, in honor of this being an all Colorado show on your part, there was a very loud and obnoxious pregnant woman taking on uh, a cell phone or take talking on a cell phone standing behind me at a donut shop in Colorado. I turned around to look a few times. Woman noticed. Was that the the stare of please stop that? You're obnoxious. Yeah. She noticed after I did it a few times, she gave me the finger. <laughs> She was going on and on and on. But in the middle of her conversation, she mentioned to the person she was talking to, she was dying to have a corn muffin. And she was behind a vindictive woman. So when it was my turn to place my order, I told the person behind the counter that I wanted, and that included every single corn muffin they had available for sale at the store at that particular time. (laughs) Woman behind me noticed what I was doing and tried to object to my delight. The cashier told her she could not sell me what I told 
told her. Yep. The lady that wanted the corn muffin. Yeah. Uh, she, yelling boy, at the this phone. is worded funny. Anyway, the cashier. Funny, ha, huh? no, lady. funny, weird. No, she, she, that she could not not sell her. That's what she's saying. Uh, what she asked for. So if I ask for all 30 corn muffins, I get them. Right? Yep. Close to $30 later. I put Shrewd all my investment. I put all my paper bags filled with so corn what, muffins. So what they had four corn muffins in <laughs> I put all my paper bags filled with corn muffins on the ground, stomped on all of them, and proceeded to dump them all in the trash. That is a vindictive woman. My iced coffee was delicious. Well, I as long like as her. I want to marry her. Iced coffee, and we're in Colorado. Frozen Dead Guy Days is coming up in March. Otherwise referred to as FDGD, Frozen Dead Guy Days. What? It is a unique weekend-long festival honoring Grandpa Brito Morstol, who is cryogenically frozen in Nederland. After over 20 years of festivities in Nederland, the festival was finally relocated to, hey, hey, Estes Park. I know someone who lives there. I've been to I Estes know several Park. people who live there. More than a few times. They're all I've named been- Fanuki. I've been I, <laughs> I have been there when the when the when the big deer and the small moose come through. They're not big deer, they're elk. Same thing. Small moose. Yeah, they're they actually rip the snot out of golf courses. <laughs> yes, they do. And nobody does anything to stop it because it's Colorado. Were you with us that time up north when the deer went went across our uh, the green in yep. front of everybody's ball with the hoof marks in the mm-hmm. And you're like, you miserable dink. I kept looking for a deer stand. <laughs> so anyway, after 20 years in Nederland, the festival is relocating this March to Estes Park. Nice. Uh, celebrate the season with contests. Com- March? Celebrate what freaking season? Uh, celebrate the season with contests, competitions, live music, great food, parades, and parties. New York Times has named the FDGD in its top 10 best parties of winter, which goes along with Mardi Gras in New Orleans, Mardi Gras, uh, the Carnival in Rio de Janeiro. No. I don't see them mentioning the winter festival of St. Paul has. Huh. Well, that's just not right. Yeah, because Norwegians know how to party. All right, Norwegians by not to, touching each other. Norwegians know how to spell party. Yes, that's this true. year and drink this, coffee. But luckily, there's enough Germans around to get the beer going. This year's festivities take place Friday through Sunday, March 17th to the 19th in 2023. Obviously, the festival started in 2002 in honor of Grandpa Brito, who is frozen in a tough shed above the town after being frozen and shipped overseas from Norway following his death. Follow me now. Grandpa was out cross-country skiing in Norway, but they do, and died of a heart attack. That's also what they do. His grandson, Trygve Bauga, T-R-Y-G-V-E. Again, you need some vowels. He immediately put the body on dry ice and transported him to the U.S. in 1989. He was, I got news for you, cryogenically doesn't, they can't fix death. Right. There's a problem. There. Never going to fix death unless you're Mary Shelley, in which case it gets real creepy fast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But then he, if he you're would... Mel Brooks, it gets pretty hilarious later on. Yes, it does. I know what you gave the monster. He was then stored in liquid nitrogen until 1993. 
That year, he was moved to Nederland. You know, Grandpa did more world travel after he was dead <laughs> than ever in his life. Anyway, that year, he was moved to Nederland, where he is currently kept cryogenically frozen. Trigva and had that was then deported. He overstayed his visa. Dude, if he'd only waited 20 years. <laughs> he passes the Don to his sister, Aud. She kept her dad's body cryogenically frozen in a shack behind her house, the Tough shit. In 1995, she was evicted due to living with no electricity or plumbing. She told a local reporter, though, the story of her dad. And Nederland investigated. That's not her father. Be her grandfather, you bozo. Nederland investigated, made it illegal to store a dead body on your property, but Grandpa was grandfathered in. (laughs) Tough shit, by the way, donated a better shed for storage. And the job of keeping Grandpa frozen was passed on to Delta Tech. The company CEO, Bo the Iceman, does deposit dry ice twice a month. After a massive attendance bump in 2022, well, hey, everybody was sitting at home for all those years with COVID. Right. You know, two weeks, that's all we need. The town of Nederland no longer wanted to host the event, so the owner of the rather spooky Stanley Hotel in Estes Park purchased it after it was canceled. And there will be the same unique lineup of events, some of which include... The Parade of Hearses. <laughs> the Polar Plunge. That everybody does. Hi, let's put on our swimsuits and jump in ice, freaking cold water. That makes perfect sense. I did that once in my life. That way, if you have a heart attack, you are cryogenically frozen already. Yep. See, it's good. Uh, they have a frozen T-shirt contest, which... This is, it seems like a bad idea. I don't know. I'm kinda, I would like to see that frozen T-shirt contest, I think, once. There's ice turkey bowling. I've seen that up here. Yeah. There's dead guy tours. I don't know what that means, and I really don't want to. Nope. There are brain freeze contests, coffin what? races, and more. You suppose coffin races are like the two-man pallbearing championships that Monty Python did? <laughs> yeah, I think they are. They are. <laughs> the two-man pa- Anyway, it's uh, March 17th through the 19th of 2023. Get your tickets now. <laughs> Boy, let's head over to another part of Colorado, shall we? There's another part. Yeah, I was once. Are we asked, done? No. You sure? I I teased. That's true. I was once asked to investigate a harassment situation where three different women were coming on to a male coworker throughout their shift at a place in Colorado that shall be unnamed because it wasn't in Colorado, right? Maybe. Okay. I took down the details, got the names. Easy peasy investigation, or so I thought. A week later. I had learned that nobody by these descriptions or names had ever worked for the company. So I talked to the gentleman again. After a lengthy conversation where things didn't quite stack up, I asked him how these women communicated with him. I kid you not. With a straight face, he looks me in the eye and replies telepathically, like I'm some kind of idiot. Well, I had never seen, never sent an employee for a psychological evaluation up to that point. And I hope I never underline, underline heavily up to that point. Yeah, right. So, yeah, I was asked by a delusional schizophrenic to conduct a harassment investigation on the voices in his head. They were polite voices. They sounded pretty sexy. This is true. Really news. 
send email to TITR at netradio.network.